So boom, it's your girl Yara Seldom, multipreneur. And today we're going to talk about money. And in particular, we're going to talk about financial success for women. So you know the drill. Grab your coffee, grab your water, grab your wine. I don't know what time of day you're listening to this, but you guys, we need to talk about this. So what I want you to do, I want you to get a pencil, pen, your notepad, whatever, and I want you to um, get ready because we're going to take some notes. Now, while you're going to get your pen, while you're going to get your pad, your notepad, let me just say that um, I want to shout out everybody who has purchased my journal. For those of you who may not know, I wrote a journal from Red to Black Weekly Financial Journal. It is a tool to help you to get on the path to financial freedom. It is a scripture-based journal, a 52-week scripture-based journal. So you need to grab that. You can get it at IamTheMultipreneur.com. And uh, you can also find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Books A Million. And if you're listening to this and you're overseas, it's in Denmark, Sweden, the Netherlands, Germany, so the UK. So you can definitely still get it from um, some of your favorite stores like Saxo and Hugendubel. They are, it is available to you there as well. So, you know, let me tell you something. Financial success is always what our goal is, right? We talk about financial success. We, we all want it. But there are things that you need to do along the way. It is a journey. And what I want you to know is that there's research that looks at financial planning and the specific investing habits of women, those who have never been married, those who are married, those who have experienced a divorce, those who have outlived a spouse. And, And what we find is that many women need to take more of a proactive approach to growing and protecting their finances. If you um, listen to um, on Mondays at one o'clock, I go live on Facebook uh, on Money Mondays, and it's also on YouTube. You guys can just uh, go to YouTube and type in Yara Sell the Multipreneur, and you can catch all of the replays. But we talked about savings, and 50% of women do not have savings. Um, and specifically, um, you know, this, and the guys, and I know there are guys who listen to this podcast, and I just want to let you know that today I'm talking to the ladies today. So um, share this with your, your wife, share this with your girlfriend, share this with your best girlfriend. That's a regular friend. <laughs> but um, today I want to talk specifically to the women. Um, you know, According to the U.S. Department of Commerce, women outnumber men as college graduates. So we account for 57% of the bachelor's degrees, 60% of the master's degrees, and 52% of the doctorates. And um, 42% of women are the primary breadwinner of their family. So um, that's huge, you know, and... For um, you know, some women they're bringing home, and and and, and for others, there it's, it's nothing to sleep on. They may not be the breadwinner, but um, they are bringing home a substantial amount of the income in the home. Some women are bringing home between twenty-five to forty-nine percent of the household income. Now, 
Another statistic that you may not know about is that 51 and a half um, of women, they're working women and they're employed in a management position. They're employed, employed in a professional occupation. Um, that's according to the U.S. Department of Labor. Let me just tell you, the range of occupations for women workers has really expanded. I mean, we're making notable gains in, in the marketplace. And, um, you know, back in the 70s, one out of every 10 attorneys was a woman. Now it's one in every three. So it's, it, we, we're changing the game across the board. And, um, you know, not only are we changing the game across the board, but we are um, key decision makers. And I mean, we're just becoming more prevalent in the investment planning process. And I mean, it's, it's huge, right? We're just, we're, we're, we're changing the game. So why is this important? Um, number one, when you are, because you are such an important decision maker in your family, um, it is, it is important that you know your stuff. It's important that you're up on your game. And if you are a single woman and you're listening to this, guess what, sis? You carry the burden of all the decisions by yourself. You don't get to have anybody else's income to share your bills and combine your assets. So that in itself is a different, um, a different ball game, right? So even though there are so many, um, you know, numerous advances, we still have so many unique things that just totally affect us. A lot of the guys, they don't understand that. And, um, and because of the unique challenges that face women, it really impacts our ability to get those long-term goals done. And, um, we are at a greater level of financial risk than the guys are. And, um, and I know some of you are like, how? Well, first and foremost, we have, we live longer. <laughs> so because statistically we live longer, we have more retirement needs than the men. We are, in, we are exposed to inflation longer. We are exposed to increased healthcare costs longer than the, than the guys, okay? Another thing too is um, we earn, I, I hate to say this, but it's facts, we earn 20% less than men as full-time workers. Like that's the game. And I know that there are many advocates for women's rights. They're fighting to make sure that there is equality across the board, but that is the reality of the, the nation that we live in. Okay. So there are some things that's just unique to us. And um, we actually sometimes spend a lot of time outside of working um, we're more times than none, not always because there are some men who fit into this category, but, um, we lose a lot of wages because we have to leave the workforce because we're caring, we're caregivers. We have to care for our parents. We may have to care for our children. We may have to, uh, we have, may have any, some, some other type of caregiving responsibilities. Women generally save less and we contribute less to, um, plans at work because, we are oftentimes in a caregiving type of situation. So um, family needs take priority. You know, debt, buying a house or paying off a house, your children, emergency funds, those things are the priority. And, um, you know, it's, it's, 
it's important that we get our financial house in order. You know, you guys know I like to say that, get your financial house in order. Another thing about us, um, 90% of all women will solely be responsible for their own family's finances at some point in time in their life. It can be uh, so many different reasons, but 90% of all of us will be solely responsible at some point in time for the family's finances. Let's take a sip of coffee on that. So now you add that, you add on top that most women, on average, most women outlive their husbands by 15 years. And then we inherit 70% of the estates over the next 40 years. That's a statistic that I got from thinkadvisor.com. We will most likely inherit 70% of estates. How many of you are ready for that? Are you ready for that? Probably not. <laughs> so top priorities for us, our family, um, paying down debt and just saving for the future. Um, just being able to pay bills if we lost a job. COVID, y'all, Corona, I'm talking about, you know, that was a setback for so many of us, including myself. I didn't make as much money last year. And um, because once the schools shut down, my business stopped. And so um, many of you know I serve in the schools. Um, and, I, and, and you know, I'm, with me being in, in insurance and financial services and also selling makeup and stuff, I do serve everybody at any time. But my primary target market, I serve um, schools. And um, so that was just a game changer. Um, and another thing that's a real priority for us Ladies, we want to be happy and we want to have uh, a work-life balance and we want to be able to live comfortably later. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to be working like a slave. You want to, you know, in your later years when you're much wiser, when you when you want to have, we want to have more money. Um, we want to be able to be comfortable and, and, and that way we can um, do more of the things that we want to do. So what I want to talk to you next, um, girls, let's talk about um, some of the concerns that, that I was just talked about and some things that may help you to, um, you know, face your financial be future better, you know, like what are some things that we can do? So there's four things that you can do now that will make your money work for you. Number one, you got to manage it. You got to establish some good credit. You got to protect the things that you have right now and you have to put away money for a rainy day. We just talked about savings on the last Money Mondays. And here's the thing. It's not complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated. And um, so we're going to talk about just some things that you can do that are practical, that is easy. First thing is spending money. How do you spend your dough? Do you get your money, pay your bills, go shopping, go out with your girls, um, wait to the next paycheck? Like, do you know what you're spending? I say create a budget. Um, I want to charge you to go back and look at the Money Monday video on budget. But um, I also believe I love mint.com. It's easy and it will do a lot. I do have to go into my mint and change some of the categories because it may mistakenly put my, uh, 
certain that certain amounts of money that I spend in the wrong place, but you can easily go and check that. There's several apps for budgeting purchase purposes, but also too, if you want me to send you a budget spreadsheet, I will be more than glad to do that. Email me at I am the multipreneur at gmail.com. I will totally send you one right away, but you got to keep a budget girls. Um, and then I want you to know, you have to understand what your, um, like where your money is going. And I know, I know for a lot of people, they're like, um, they don't really understand their net pay. They just get that check and rock and roll. But you know, your gross income is the amount of uh, money that you get paid for by your employer before any deductions is taken out. And then your net income, that is the residual amount of earnings after all the deductions come out. So if you are new to, um, and I know there are some ladies who you just got a job, you're getting ready to graduate, you really haven't even explored what it's going to look like when you get that first um, big major paycheck. But your retirement may come out of it, your state and your federal income taxes, FICA tax, which is... um, it's a federal payroll or it's an employment tax on both employers and the employees. It funds social security and Medicare, but um, you have those that will come out. Some of you will live in places that have union or association dues. Um, you will have insurance premiums that will be coming out of your check just so that you know you're, you may have get a job that's going to give you like a flexible spending account or a health savings account in their section 125. All of those things will, can be deducted pre-tax. Um, but these are, these are things that are going to be new to you. And there might be some other individual insurance premiums that may be coming out as well. So just be aware that it may be a ball changer. And if you do, when you get a new job, um, and if you are someone who you already know this, when's the last time you actually took a look at it, you may need to take a look at it and see where your deductions are going. And um, that will, you may need to make some adjustments and that can possibly help you to tweak and make some changes to the budget that you currently have. Um, raise your hand if you have student loans at so many of us have it. Um, I definitely want to urge you to do something about your student loan debt. Um, it's really important. And, um, I have a student loan solutions workshop that I do every week. Um, you can feel free to email me about that, but you want to get a handle of your student loans, especially if you are not working in a place that offers you forgiveness I know we are in a position to where we're really not paying on them right now because of the CARES Act, but you need to get a plan established around the student loans. And of course, you know the big big deal right now, um, establishing good credit. Basic things that you can do to just make sure you um, establish good credit is pay your bills on time. That is a huge major part. Um, a lot of there's no magic to to this good credit game. You have to pay your bills on time. You have to charge only what you can afford. You have to keep track of your spending. You want to limit the number of of the credit cards that you carry. Some of you have a credit card for every single store at the mall. Like you, you just whip out the Macy's card. You whip out the whatever card, um, and you want to pay pay it off. Um, you know, each month that helps you to establish some good credit. Um, I do have a. Um, a a video on credit as well. And we talk about credit a lot, um, on money Mondays. And, um, there is a, um, there are some, um, ways to get your credit report at no cost. There's 
you know, all kind of tools um, to help you with credit. So check out that video if you miss the video on um, on uh, credit. Really important. It's the key thing. Um, credit is that when you don't have a good credit, it makes everything hard. It makes everything hard. Trust me, it makes everything hard. You can get your free credit report at annualcreditreport.com and um, definitely take a look at it and pull it. Make sure that there's no mistakes. Make sure that everything is on it that is um, proper. But um, something that I want to tell you that um, for those of you who have gotten divorced or you're going, you're getting divorced, you really want to ask your attorney how to protect yourself from damaging your credit by running up bills on joint accounts. And that is definitely something that I can speak to you from experience. This is crucial. This is crucial. It's a big deal. That needs to come into factor, into play, um, if you are unfortunately going through a divorce, okay? All right. Um, the next thing that I really want to kind of highlight um, with you guys today is just make sure that you are um, protecting the things that you have. I know that um, different insurance companies offer different benefits and stuff like that, but it's just good to know that there are so many different factors that affect your auto insurance rates, how far you go to work. The good thing is a lot of us are at the house now, the kind of car you're driving, the area you live in. Zip code will change and affect your insurance rates your driving record, um, you have multiple accidents, do you speed, you have tickets, the type of coverage that you have, just and any kind of discounts that you can get. So it may be a good opportunity for you to um, save on your auto insurance just from shopping around. Um, and um, so I just want to charge you guys to do that. And if you need an auto quote, you guys know, those of you who listen in Georgia and Tennessee, you guys know that I can help you with that. The other thing too um, your homeowner's insurance, it may be a good opportunity to um, um, start shopping for that. And also, too, if you're a renter, you need to have renter's insurance. If somebody steals something out of your car or um, steals something out of the house, um, the you know those things are just not covered by your landlord. So you need to make sure that you have renter's insurance. And I'm just going to tell you something. Renter's insurance is cheap. And I have no... I don't know how many people I know who have um, um, dealt with a fire or a fire at the apartment place or a fire in a home that they're renting and they just didn't have renter's insurance. It happens all of the time. It's so cheap, you guys, like less than 20 bucks a month. Um, life insurance, I'm, I have a video coming out soon on um, life insurance. I'm not going to talk long about it today, but I don't want you to overlook it. If somebody depends on you financially, you need some type of life insurance. Um, I'm going to talk in depth about why you need life insurance for your children and why you need life insurance outside of work. If you leave that job or retire, you may not even have it. Um, and I'm going to tell you something else. I um, have a client. She had life insurance on her daughter, and she has not been able to go back to work. And she is grieving, um, as any mother would, um, over the loss of her child. So there are so many things that you need to take into consideration um, when it comes to getting life insurance for your children. So I'm just going to tell you, do not overlook it. Everything is based on your age and your health. It's something that you have to qualify for. So um, 
just stay tuned for the video uh, Money Monday on life insurance. It's coming real, real, real soon. Trust me, I gotta get, I gotta get that out. All right, so I wanna talk to you guys about a savings plan. I struggled with this. I struggled with paying myself first. Um, I felt like I got too much debt to be putting away money for da 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 da, and so it was just like a like almost like a stronghold on me. And um, some people say they live paycheck to paycheck, and they they don't have nothing else left over to save. But I just had to the way that it kind of hit me. The federal government, why do they take out taxes? Because they know that we weren't disciplined enough to pay the taxes at the end of the year, so they snatch it from us right away. So you need to treat yourself just like that, you know? Snatch it from yourself right away. Pay yourself per- first, and you'll be in a much better situation. Um, like, I look at the the fact that if next week I get into an emergency situation and I need to have money, if I have taken all of my savings and threw it on my debt, I, I would be back in more and more debt because I would probably have to borrow to take care of the situation or whatever the case is. So just save the money, girls, save the money, ladies, save the money. Um, retirement, you know, I know, you know, I kind of, I kind of go back and forth as it pertains to retirement, not, not go back and forth about saving. Cause I definitely know that you need to have, you need to have savings for later on, but I don't know if I like the word retirement anymore. I don't I don't feel like I'll ever be in a place to where I'm just going to be just like doing nothing that's um, productive. You know what I'm saying? So maybe I feel like maybe I'll have a shift, you know, and maybe I can serve more, do more volunteer work. I don't know. Maybe I'll be in Guatemala serving and helping some people who knows what what the future may hold but I'm just saying like you just need to make sure that you have some money for later and for things that you want to do later and um, there are some ways that there are some um, retirement accounts that actually will help you um, save for later and you get some tax breaks so it doesn't even feel like that much money is coming out of your check so you need to talk to your employer about some pre-tax contributions so you need to definitely get on that and i'm gonna tell you something else too the earlier the better compound interest um you don't know what that is basically it allows you to get money on top of money from your investments and so the earlier, the better. It's the reason why some people who start off early, they stop later and just still have more money than people who start later. It's because the interest continues to compound on the money that's in there. It just grows and grows and grows. Um, the other thing, the last thing I want to talk to you guys about is about um, a will. This is huge. And I know that some of you are like, I'm single. You still need to have it. You still need to have a will. You still need to have that in place. Uh, the last thing you want is your family having to deal with the probate court as it pertains to um, your uh, affairs. So you, you need to get a will, outline how you want your assets distributed upon, upon death. I mean, you could walk around your house. Some of you are in homes with like $50,000 worth of furniture. Um, you want to get a financial power of attorney. What if something happens to you and 
and somebody needs to manage your financial affairs, who do you trust? Who do you trust right now? Who is on your team that can be a good financial power of attorney for you? You've got to get that in place. You got to have an advanced care directive. Um, some people call it a living will. And basically what that does is it helps to indicate your medical care preferences in the event that you can't relay your wishes. God forbid, I definitely don't want anything to happen to you or me, but you have to have these kinds of things in place. If you're in the hospital, who's on your team? Who can you trust? Who can make good decisions for you? And then another thing I want you guys to do when you get off of this podcast, I want you to go and check who your beneficiaries are on all of your retirement plans and your life insurance. Um, if you are an educator and you're listening listening to this, this includes you as well for your state um, teacher retirement if you're paying into that. Because some of you, the last person that was the beneficiary was somebody that you may not even be with anymore. You may not be married to them. It might be your parent. It could be anybody. Maybe you have a new husband. Maybe you have a new wife, whatever. Um, so you need to go and verify who those beneficiaries are and make sure that all of those things are important. The choices about your estate are yours to make, but I definitely encourage you to seek the advice of professionals who are in those areas. Um, now and just make sure all of your uh, choices are documented. So just remember, get you a budget, make the decisions about your life insurance and your beneficiaries, contribute to a retirement plan, make sure you have adequate homeowners and autos, um, auto insurance, make sure you have those things. You don't want to be in a place to where you're you're an accident away from being sued because you don't have enough coverage to to cover somebody else or something like that. So you just want to protect yourself. Again, if you want a copy of a budget, because um, you're one of those kinds of gals, get my journal. I am the multipreneur.com. You can get it there. Email me at I am the multipreneur at gmail.com. I'll send you one. I can send you one. No problem. I got your back. Download mint.com. It will, it's electronic for those of you who are a little bit more tech savvy. It'll help you to get started. And then go back to YouTube, type in Yaracel, the multipreneur, and you'll be able to pull up all of the videos so far from Money Mondays that you've missed. All right, y'all. I hope you guys have a fantastic and wonderful day today. And I will talk to you again soon. If you have a topic that you want us to talk about on So Boom, make sure you email me and let me know. Let's connect.